Welcome to the Sticker Stories Podcast, brought to you by StickerGiant.com. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, thanks for your support. In this podcast, we talk about running a small business, digital marketing, and growth strategy. In today's bonus Sticker Stories episode, our marketing director, Jesse, sits down with two members of the design team at Left Hand Brewing to talk label design, branding, and craft beer. My name is Jesse. We're here at Sticker Giant in the marketing studio, and today we have a couple special guests with us um, from Left Hand Brewery. We have Britt and Kirby, and I will let you guys give kind of an introduction to more about who you are and what you do at Left Hand. Okay. Um, <laughs> I am Britt Freeman. I am the design manager at Left Hand, so um, I work with Kirby as well as another uh, person on our team, Naomi, and we are charged with doing all of the packaging, bringing in all the merchandise, doing all the designing for those things, as well as assisting our sales team and then different departments of the brewery with any of their design um, needs. Awesome. Yeah, my name is Kirby Milliner. I'm the designer at Left Hand. Britt is my boss, and she kind of already laid it out. We do everything in-house from advertising to any sales promotion assets packaging merchandise social media what else anything that has a graphic on it if you look at it or encounter it (laughs) and it has our logo on it we probably touched it so or we should have we should have yeah we tried to (laughs) yeah is uh what's it like being designers for left hand do you feel pressure with that big brand i mean it's a national beer brand it's a it's a national and international beer brand. Uh, we are in 41 states in D.C., mm-hmm. and then we are in... China, Europe. South Korea. South Korea. Japan. Japan. I think that's it. Yeah. Europe's, you know, lots of places yeah. in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> so what are, what are some of the projects you've been working on, say, this last week um, in the design world? So since it's still towards the beginning of the annual year we are finishing up all of our 2018 packaging Mm -hmm. so new brands that will be released to the market in the next couple months Um, from the cans to the posters and those related things six-pack carriers six-pack carriers um are we allowed to share what those beers are or i guess they're out in the world Mm -hmm. we're working on a rattler and a pale ale exclusive to Colorado, but will be in mixed can packs across the U.S. Um, a Belgian double nitro, black currant cream ale nitro. Right now, the chai milk stout nitro. Chai milk um, just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, putting one of our double IPAs in a can, so working on transferring that artwork from bottle artwork, redesigning it a little bit, putting it on a can. Oktoberfest is coming out in a can, so reworking that design. But yeah, so a lot of yeah. <laughs> a lot of packaging artwork right now, yeah. um, as well as uh, one of our biggest accounts is our tasting room. So we're always creating things for them, whether it's merchandise to support the new beers or... Um, different calendars and yeah, menus. Any, any events that the taste room has, we'll design all the promotional assets for that each month, too. So, so that was on my list this week. the two of you aren't busy at all, it sounds Not like. Not at all. <laughs> so much free time to do podcasts and 
drink water out of mugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell me, this is a question for each of you individually, but what led you to be a designer? And Britt, I guess we'll just start with you. Okay. Um, I This is cheesy. I've always known I wanted to be a designer. Um, I, uh, when I was, my mom had a story that when I was three years old-ish, I was in the back of the car and uh, we were driving down the road and I made some sort of comment about how it was really neat that you always knew where, like, the Happy Meals were because you could see the yellow arches and you knew that was McDonald's. And so I was relating images to experiences and always thought that was a very cool thing. Right, as a three-year-old is like, McDonald's is such a great brand. Look yeah. at their branding. Wow. So wow. Good. Yes. So uh, then from there in high school, I got into commercial art classes, went to college for graphic design, and um, worked in product and graphic design consulting for about 10 years before coming to Left Hand. That is awesome. McDonald's arches led you to design. <laughs> I just knew it three. Happy Meals were just such a great association with branding to... and design that she was like, I got to get in this industry. That's perfect. <laughs> um, mine's a little bit less than that. I'm, I'm only 24, so I'm the baby at left hand, so I don't have 10 years of branding, consulting under my belt. Um, but I always wanted to be an artist, like growing up and everything. I went to Boulder for school. And I started out as an art major and then realized I did not want to be a starving artist at all. And so I got into the advertising school because, of course, right when I graduated, CU finally got a design program. Um, so I was in the ad program and did the creative track, loved art direction, loved actually designing ads. So I knew that that's what I wanted to do and got the job at Left Hand three months after graduation. And wow. I've been there, been here for almost two years, so I got pretty lucky. But yeah, just didn't want to be a starving artist, so now I'm a starving designer, and it's great. <laughs> design, design is fun, though. Yeah. Um, and it's more like functional. Um, art is great, but I wanted to make something that people actually would see and had more of a, a purpose and a function than just like expressing myself. I wasn't really into that all that much as much as the other art kids. So I was like, eh, this isn't for me. <laughs> so, yeah. So design is probably one of the biggest challenges we run into with um, people coming to us to print custom stickers and labels. They're, they struggle with it. Um, we do a lot of work with um, breweries, other breweries, um, including yourself too, sometimes mm -hmm. as well. And um, what would you say to people out there or maybe take us through your approach to a, a new design? What, what advice would you have for someone who's like, okay, we have a new beer coming out or maybe it's a new product and they're just starting to approach that, that label? What, what's maybe some tips or tricks, just kind of quick insight that you could offer? Well, I think it's um, important to start with what is, what is the item? What is the beer? What are the flavors? What are... Um, what is the seasonality? What are the, where is this gonna be sold? Is it going to um, be out, be a perennial, be a really long running one? Is it gonna be really short? I think you have to look at kind of those parameters first before you start thinking about color or um, any other art elements. 
Yeah, I agree. We have, Britt and I have certain tastes that we really like that we, like, it's hard to not just be like, well, I just want to make it look like this because I think it's pretty. You have to kind of take a step back and be like, okay, what are we trying to communicate? What are we trying to sell? Like, especially with beer specifically, like, what's the style? Like, I can't make a porter hot pink just because I want to make it hot pink because I love hot pink. You know, like, it needs to it needs to speak to like the beer style like what it tastes like what it looks like and then what the name is and what we're trying to convey and so I think take you have to take yourself out and your own preferences and your own aesthetic you oftentimes have to step away from that and like and talk to people whether it's like your direct consumers or people around the office or people who are higher up than you and making the bigger decisions of like okay what do you want to see what do you want this to what do you want this to convey? And then take that into consideration first before you just, like, start drawing stuff because it's fun, you know? Does, does some of it come back to the brewers, like the, the ones creating that beard? Do, do they ever get into that kind of giving you ideas or... Everyone likes to give ideas. Yeah. Well, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> we get ideas all the time. They're really great. Yes. Um, so we do... Um, I wouldn't say that we necessarily talk to each individual brewer, but I would say that both Kirby and I make an effort uh, to talk to people in different departments about different projects just to get their feeling. And, mm-hmm. and everyone likes to be included in some sort of way. Um, but we do when it comes to what the beer is, our director of brewing um, and some of our brewing leads kind of write general statements about the beer, general color, general... Um, what the IBUs would be, um, Mm -hmm. to kind of give us a little bit of some parameters. And our director of brewing has a big say in final artwork, too. Like, he's one of the people, the main guys that signs off on artwork. So I think he probably takes what he knows from the brewers on staff and what they, the vibe they want to go for, and he's kind of their voice in that process. Yeah. And we talked about how big of a brand Left Hand is in the brewing world and in the world in general. Um, branding guidelines. I imagine you guys have um, branding guidelines. How, how hard is it to operate or easy is it within the parameters you're given for, for designing? So since it's just us, we have a little bit of flexibility to make some decisions on the fly. Um, when it comes to our packaging, we have set some pretty strict uh, templating Mm -hmm. to be kind of our grounding to allow all these different beer labels to have their own feelings and their own personality. Yeah, but there is a certain set of, I guess, rules that we stick to. You know, if boxes are sitting next to each other on the shelf, we've got a big bar that goes across, whether it's, you know, whatever color the brand is, but it's got Obviously, everyone knows our logo, so that's the biggest part, the big left hand to the left with the bar and the style name. So we're consistent on that way, but, I mean, I'd say that we pretty much have the freedom in the the main space above those set guidelines to do kind of whatever we want. Mm -hmm. We've allowed a lot more flexibility within that part because we're so rigid on logo placement on packaging Mm -hmm. that, you know... We do have a pink can that we have a couple pink cans that we're working on right now, actually. (laughs) Um, But and we can do that because but our logo is going to be where our logo is. And um, one of our things that crosses like out of packaging, but within other posters and other um, design related pieces we do is 
the left-hand logo is on the left side. The end. It's either in the middle yeah. or it's on the left. Yeah. That's interesting. I've never noticed that before. I'm going to look Well, if time. you ever see something not made by us with our logo on it and it's to the right, you will notice. Because we, like, <laughs> lose our minds. We're like, oh, my gosh, we did not make that. Because it's, like, because it's the left hand. Like, it should be... It looks really weird. It, like, makes you uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable to see it on the right. I'm like, oh, I don't feel good. <laughs> Feeling sense. Yeah. But I think, like, with our artwork, though, I think something about left hand, too, that we're lucky as designers, but I think a lot of people would say is we don't have a super rigid system when it comes to the actual design of each brand, um, like logo placement and you know, certain typefaces we use and stuff like that, that stays consistent. But like I said, we have a lot of freedom on the actual artwork of each beer brand um, that also makes it left-hand. Like each beer very much has a strong personality that like you don't see the milk stout cow and say that it looks exactly like any of our other um, can designs or bottle designs, which I think is unique to us and cool. And as designers is a perk because we don't have like this very rigid system of like, Every, every, you know, beer brand looks the same, but it's just a different color with a different font. You know, like, we get to draw a lot and illustrate, yeah, um, a lot of aspects, which is cool. Do you like designing the can or the bottle label more? Well, now that we've switched over to mostly cans, which was, is new, 2016 was the first can that we ever packaged, uh, that's just what we work on more. Bottles kind of seem like a little bit of like, oh, shoot, we got to transfer this over back to a bottle now because, oh, we just found out we're bottling this. Like, we don't really bottle a ton of beers besides Milk Stout Nitro and um, Sawtooth are like flagship beers. But everything else is pretty much in a can now. So that's, I prefer can, but it is difficult because we have a color um, restriction on cans that we don't have on bottle artwork. Because we print directly onto the can, and so we get six colors, three of which are red, white, and black in our logo. So all the artwork has to fit in the other three colors that we get, which can be... So the beer label... It's a design challenge. It's challenging, but it's fun. It's Mm -hmm. like problem-solving, yeah, to figure out, okay, how can we make this look like more than six colors? But yeah, we only use six colors on the can, which is tough. How is it designing within all the legal things you have to place on every can, package, bottle, etc.? It's just the way the world works. I was gonna, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like we don't even think about it anymore, I feel mm-hmm. like. Um, I don't want to skip ahead to your question, but with like the independent seal, you ask about yeah. like what the Yeah, you know, that was my next for us, question it's was like, the independent. Um, we're now, we place it on every package now, starting from when we adopted the seal and it's on the same spot on every can mm-hmm. and every bottle um, and every box and every box. So at first it was like, okay, we have to move all this stuff around to make it fit and sizable and also look good within the design. Um, but now it's kind of just second thought of like, I know this, like in our, in all of our art files, like the seal is on there and it's locked in the same place on every file. And so it's just a matter of like working around it. So you guys have probably a lot of templates. You just pull up the template, it's got everything. And so now, okay, here we go. Now we're gonna design around where we know everything's gonna be placed in regards to the Independent the most, yeah, Craft yes, Brewer Association. Or just pull up yeah. 
an old file and delete everything <coughs> except for what you need and start over. Yeah. Yeah, and for those people out there who don't know, the Independent Craft Brewer Association logo, if you will, started last year, last if year. I'm recalling right. It was right before GABF, so yeah. it would have been mid-September 2017. 2017. Right. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard any feedback on that? Any impact from putting that independent label on the beer? I think when it comes down to it, it's gonna. There's a consumer education component to it, and since September was only what like five months ago, it takes time to yeah. get that onto a package and then get it out to consumers. So, I think you are really just starting to see it rolling into. Um, the market on off-premise right Mm -hmm. now so I think time will tell a little bit more I really I really like it I know when we saw it coming out we thought that's a really great idea to just showcase the the brewers out there that are independent and stay independent given that some of them are being sold and bought and lots is changing in the market so I think it's a really cool thing that they're doing that in the craft brewer industry yeah it's definitely a lot easier on the consumer I wouldn't say it's necessarily easier on the brewer side to incorporate that into a ton of things, but I think from the left-hand standpoint, it's definitely worth it. Um, but yeah, a lot of our employees are like, when are we going to start seeing the seal on like all of our stuff? And we're like, we have like plates and stuff that have to be changed and, you know, and packaging just takes, it's a really long process. And so uh, we just now have some packages out two packages yeah that three packages actually have a seal on the packaging okay um but we've got to get through all the other product that we had before that didn't have it so that's i think we're not going to just throw away yeah packaging that we don't have the seal on it um so i think for everyone it's going to take a little bit for it to be really prominent but yeah i think it'll be great for consumers to see it and be like oh i didn't and then you know they don't see it on, uh, I'm not going to say a brewery name. They might be like, oh, I thought that they were independent, but they don't have the seal, so maybe I'll buy Left Hand, Libby, whatever. Gotcha. Um, so that'll be cool, but I, I do think it'll take some time just because of, like, printing processes. It's it's not a really quick rollout. Well, especially for how many products and beers and all the things you went through to start, you, you guys are designing and putting a lot of different things yeah. out there in the world. So I could imagine that would take a few months, if not a year, to get it all flushed um, through. Yeah. Um, that being said, the brewer brewery industry is, is huge. Um, you go into a liquor store and these liquor warehouses, and there's tons of beer up and down the aisle. So there's a lot out there. What, what goes through your mind when you're thinking about how am I going to make this new beer stand out? Or, I mean, you guys are a big enough brand where maybe it's not as critical for you approaching design, but just for the... Design lo- is always critical. There you go. I was actually kind of leaning towards <laughs> that, that, but I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to hear how you'd um, approach that, and you nailed it already. Design is critical, but what, what really is the thing that you focus on to make something stand out when you're thinking of it's on a shelf, how are you going to get someone to, to see it? I think that that's always a challenge. Um, it's important to be aware of what other breweries are doing because you don't want to end up thinking like, oh, we're going to put gears all over this can. It's going to be awesome. And then be like, oh, <laughs> they did that too. Mm-hmm. So you would need to be aware of the market and um, what other breweries are doing to make sure that you are being original 
there are tons of beers. There's tons of beer names. There's tons of breweries. And it's important to be aware of what else is going on. I think it's also important to consider when you are designing, like, what is it look like from the package look like from eight feet away versus right at the cooler door? How is your eye traveling across it? Do you know what style it is right away? Yeah, that's big from our, our sales team. Um, we've kind of simplified our packaging a lot in the last couple of years, and especially now that it's all in-house, Britt and I tried to like make our packaging, I think, bold, but really to the point, um, which our sales team loves. They're like, we love that our new IPA says IPA really bright, big, and bold because there's like 100 IPAs on the shelf if I don't know anything about beer, but I'm like, I want to try an IPA because everyone says it's really good, I'm probably going to go towards the one that's like, yes, that one is an IPA, and it's got hops on it, and it looks fun and clean and refreshing. I'm going to pick that one instead of, like, the super intricate, like, really, in like, deep meaning, like, lots going on. IPA is, like, really small at the bottom, and it's bright purple. Like, you're not going to know... Oh, that's what I'm looking for. And so I think for our sales team, it's important that the style is very clear of like, I'm a consumer, I want a Rattler or a Pale Ale or a Stout. Make sure that they know that that's the beer inside the can, not just, oh, that's pretty, you know? <laughs> like, right. they, consumers are smarter than we give them credit for. Like, if they know what kind of beer they want and they're gonna at least look for that style first before they pick based off like, Again, with the hot pink. It's hot pink. I want something that's hot pink. You know, that's not the number one deciding factor. Maybe for me it is, but I'm not a normal consumer. Um, so I think just being direct with your design um, is important, especially when there's like, like with IPAs, there's so many freaking IPAs. So And they're many. all lined up. And it's like, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming to walk up to a cooler and just see like 800 options. What's your favorite beer? Just style. You don't have to specifically shout out a left-hand one unless you want to. I love sour beers, and I also love Gozas, which are kind of a sour, like a not as aggressive sour beer. Um, I love Avery's Goza. It's delicious. That but is a good beer. Goza coming out <coughs> is really good too. <laughs> Goza coming out in the spring. Um, early summer. It's going to be a raspberry and lemon peel Goza. Um, it's, it's delicious. delicious. It's super say that's not fair. You guys get to talk, and I've already so tasted good. it, but that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's good. I like boozy barrel-aged beers. The end. <laughs> 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 so if it's been in a barrel, if it's got more than 10.5% alcohol, then I probably want to drink it. Yeah. My personal favorite is hoppy beers. I like IPAs. Yeah. There's a million of them, as you alluded to, but mm-hmm. Imperial is usually my go-to. But I like to try all sorts of ones and pale ales as well. Yeah. But I think you're right with the That's talking about mm-hmm. talking about the design. Mm-hmm. I've seen some that are so visual and catch my eye, and then I'm like, what kind of beer is this? Like, and you can't tell yeah. until you get real close. And yeah. And there's definitely like beer, like a ton of beer geeks out there that totally love that stuff, and so. You know, there's, and like as design geeks too, like sometimes I'll pick up a beer just because I'm like, that is beautiful. Like, that is the prettiest packaging I've ever seen. And then it sucks, you know, like it tastes horrible. But I think for 
a general like we're you know trying to make sales and sell our beer to as many people as we can and we're proud of our beer yeah and I think our cans being colorful and the way that we do our illustrations I think they look really good in coolers like mm-hmm. when you're out at on the lake or at a pool and you've got a bunch of our beers in the cooler you're gonna pick ours you're gonna pick ours <laughs> they look good I would, ag- I would agree, and I think you, you hit on something we didn't really... I mean, you pointed out a little, but color. Like, color's so big color in design. Color makes you feel things. We always say that. Mm-hmm. Color makes, makes you feel things. things. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we know all about color here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Color matching with labels and all the stickers we see and all mm-hmm. the fun designs. I'm very guilty of what you just said. I will go to the store and pick something because it looks really cool. Totally. Or, or we printed it and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I got to try it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm guilty of doing that too without yeah. really thinking through the purchase decision. Mm-hmm. Anything else you guys want to say about left-hand brewing and the design work you're doing? It's a, it's fun and it's challenging. Like one thing yeah. that I love about designing at a brewery is that we, yes, we do packaging, yes, we do um, sales and merchandise and all these things, and because of that, we get to do something different every day sometimes, and mm-hmm. that's a lot of fun. And we have a really wide range of beers that we make, which is cool too. Like we're not, we don't just make stouts. You know, like milk stout is huge, but we don't, we're not just like a dark beer company just like thrive on IPAs so we make 18 different IPAs like we're lucky that we've got a pepper porter coming out which is so random but it's gonna be fun to design for and the Rattler and IPA and pale ale like we have so many different styles and they're all really good and so that's fun too that we get to do such a wide range of different products if you will variety is the spice of life yeah yeah so that's fun Well, thank you, Britt. Thank you, Kirby, so much for joining us here today and chatting through design with us. We love to hear about it, and it's great hearing your insights into what you do at Left Hand. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for listening to this special episode of the Sticker Stories podcast, brought to you by StickerGiant.com, the fastest way to get stickers and labels. This episode and all other episodes are available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, every sticker has a story. What's yours?